everybody welcome back to another episode of the pull box pals i'm your buddy mad mark and this is my friend over here monk and um man i really dig our new intro song hey don't thank me thank the muse baby because i all i am is a vessel i'm just here <laughs> to exist to to allow the muse to just pass through me and funky i'm a bit really big fan of that like background like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Love, it's very gorillas-esque and uh, i love like uh what was what, your muse what was my muse uh yeah. jesus christ um but <laughs> besides him uh i don't know you said you wanted something with sax and i wanted something that was like chill but a little bit upbeat and that's I yeah feel like what what we got and we got it we nailed let it. us let us know what you think in the uh in the comments below yeah do you also, like our new intro let us i know. feel like our our cameras are in at interesting interesting places for those of you who are watching i feel like you're looking up and i'm looking down so uh if we could figure out a way to like get me on top of you that would be pretty dope but i'm not going to screw around with anything <laughs> it's like the brady bunch uh intro i must be looking at you now yeah, and i'm looking at you but again yeah. this is just the visual thing sorry to, for yeah. the audio people i uh i changed my uh i changed the way that my camera sits because uh it wasn't it hadn't been working for me and i finally say you know what it's time it's time for a change it's time for a change and i'm a uh, big fan of that poster buddy yeah, I had some uh, I had some uh, Disney rewards points and got a free. Uh, this is like a legit like movie poster. So if you put it in like a like one of the display boxes on the outside of the movie theater, monarchy? It would, like it would light up. Or is a monarchy. monarchy just for the words? Uh, I get in a I guess in a way it'd be like a monarchy. I don't know if that's what it would be called for the poster. I mean, isn't everything but, just a monarchy when you really think about it? Or is this one of those instances where it's is, like every? Is it monarchy or is it marquee? I we need to abandon this bit. Here we what? go. <laughs> yeah, we're changing the subject. <laughs> so, uh, hey man, did you? We're uh, well. I guess you should be asking me this first. But was I able to make it to the comic shop this week? And yeah. the answer is no. And oh. the reason is, is we got a big old snowstorm here in good old Pennsylvania, and uh, yeah, I didn't feel like going anywhere um i had them i mean obviously i got some stuff i actually don't have very much in my pool box uh which yeah. is a bit of a bummer but did it snow a, out it, there it's kind of nice though it's nice on your pocket <laughs> yeah and like i was <laughs> i was looking at my like to read pile and there's it's there's just there's stuff in there that's like second tier like gotta read you know like there's yeah. stuff that i'm like really loving and just want to stay on and like um, even go re back and reread, but then I just look at this pile and I'm like, I'll get to you. But yeah. then that pile just continues to grow. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And that that's that's kind of something that's wrapped up in my goals for this year and the comics I'm choosing to collect is I don't I don't want to have a pile. I want to read everything I'm bringing in. And but like I mean, I do have you know berserkers in my pile because I'm waiting for it to finish up because I just like I've said before I just want to read it all the way through it's just too exciting mm -hmm. to wait for the next one to come out and so I took a pause on that but then I still have like the last two issues of what was it Jurassic League mm -hmm. are in that pile and the last three of sort of Azrael um, which I was pretty hyped about when it first came out but just haven't really like stuck with it. And so it's just it's sitting in my pile. I did pull it out of the pile the other day to take with me when I had to go work at our shop. 
and mm. I didn't get to those ones in that daytime because I uh, found too much stuff that was great on Comixology. So. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I've definitely been uh, going back to Comixology a little bit, which is mostly just because I have a little bit extra um, pocket change yeah. just because I started a new job and, and being able to just buy some stuff digitally is nice. Yeah. Um, Comixology is a nightmare now. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a whole thing. I don't really feel like getting into it, but yeah, it's a, sh it's a shame that there's not like a more of an indie platform for that. And hopefully like all this stuff will, will give rise to it. But I'm also, um, I I've just been buying them straight from like the publisher's websites. Yeah. I'm, like that has to be the, like the best way to support them outside of, um, you know, just buying them physically. It has to be buying them from directly from their site. Yeah. I actually did that today. I talked with uh, creator uh, Jonathan Chance uh, okay. a little yeah. bit recently, and because yesterday I Dream think I put up Eater is that what it Dream is? Dream Master Dream Master Sorry, yeah. yeah, Dream Master number three is out today. Yeah, so he that came out that. today, and uh, I I ordered uh, the first three issues off the the Black Box website, which is who's publishing it, and pre ordered the the last two. Um, I'm I'm really excited. I hadn't really looked into it until he, like you know, because I I had posed that question yesterday in our stories about like what are you looking forward to pulling this week, and the only people who responded were creators, and they <laughs> told, and it was their comic coming out. <laughs> hey, that's great. That's what that's there for. Yeah, you know? and I mean, we want to hear from the people who watch, but it's cool that. It's I mean, I was thinking about this today because I'm probably not going to talk about it much, but um, a buddy of ours who is a buddy of some other pals of ours. I got to stop saying buddy and start saying pals more. We got pals, pals. We don't have buddies. We don't have We're buddies. Your buddy guy. I'm not your, your pal, friend. Fly. I'm uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So we have this pal named Ross who uh, has been on the comic book layer a couple of times, has a really great uh, Instagram page. I would highly yeah. recommend you go check that out. Um and uh, yeah, he recommended that we pick up, pick up Art Burt and uh, Brett, Art Brett, number one, which yeah, is yeah, a yeah. remake of the Elem, the Element, the uh, Element Sublime. Sublime. That's it. The Electric yeah. Sublime. Thank you. But yeah. anyways, all that to say, it got me thinking about it when I was, you know, going through all the hoops to buy it on Comixology. And I'm like, oh, this is really cool because I'm really excited about reading this because it's a part of a community. You know, like, yeah. I'll be able to write back to Ross and tell him what I thought about it, which I haven't done yet. And it's, yeah. it's good not to spoil too much about what I think, but I enjoy it. Um, yeah. So it's just really cool. And and obviously, just to everyone who listens, like, you're always more than welcome to shoot us a recommendation. You know, let us know what you're reading. We, we totally want to hear that because that'll get us stoked to go find things. You know, both yeah. of our shops only have, you know, limited quantities of things. And yeah, and I've, and I've mentioned it before, too. It's like my my comic book shop, you know, it's in it's in the title, which I'll give them a shout out. It's Matt's Cavalcade of Comics. It's here in my hometown. And uh you know, they I was talking to them today about like, you know, just the comic book culture of this of this town. And uh, that does, doesn't really exist. Like, as far as I know, like uh, most of the people I see buying comics, like I, I mentioned this to you backstage, but most of them seem to be guys who have been following Marvel since the 60s mm -hmm. and like still just keep up with it. And like I've seen a couple other guys in there as well, but they're also just like they are working in Corvallis and. Uh, they don't live here, but this is where they come on their lunch break to get their comics. And so there's not a whole lot of people that I know in my town who like actually like read comics the way that I read comics. And so I'm trying to work on that with with my shop and uh, 
try and get that going a little bit more. Um, cool. And then on another note, uh, which is kind of going back to what we were talking about, if any creator reaches out to me and wants me to read their stuff, I'm probably going to read it. Yeah, a hundred percent. Same here. Cause like, cause I with slide uh, my DMs. Yeah. Send me a JPEG of your, uh, of your comic, just one large JPEG. So yeah. I have to scroll through it on my phone. Like, uh, like it's an old, like, uh, I don't know, a scroll that they used to keep knowledge on or, or they would have King's decrees. That's how I want comics. Yeah. I want them to just come in one large scroll. Hear ye, hear ye. I have a public <laughs> comic coming out. You must go by. It's really good. I promise. Oh my God. Actually, that would be pretty dope. If you could figure out how to like successfully use a scroll so that you could like slide it, you know, like roll one end and the other end at the same time. So it goes like a moving picture. That yeah. would be pretty dope. I, somebody, maybe I'll do it. Maybe that's what I'm destined to do is to create a new form of comics. Wow. I have high dreams for myself. There we go. We're going down the dream pipeline. Um, but so you, know, dream. You, know, you know, you know, it helps with dreams though, like uh, reading that? comics. And uh, I, I think we talked about you went to your shop or you didn't go to your shop today. No, you don't really have anything in your box. Um, yeah, I have uh, one thing uh, in my box and I'm, I'm trying to pull it up right now just so we can get a picture of it. But uh, I haven't really read anything or consumed much media about this specific character. But I was recently listening to a podcast on the history of Disney video games and this character came up a lot and seemed very interesting. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, Darkwing Duck number one. Oh, my from, gosh. I, I love guess, Darkwing Duck golden apple comics if that's a thing yeah so um, that's actually on uh you know that app I was telling, what I, I was telling you about that app last week that i started looking at when i go into the shop and i i think it's called key collector mm -hmm. and uh they they put up what they believe are like the key comics of that week and darkwing duck was one of them nice yeah, so I have that sitting in my pool box. And as far as I know, that's the only thing that's coming out that I was I was interested in. Do this here. Oh, God, this is going to go terribly for those listening. Mark Mad Mark is attempting to to pour a a very dark looking IPA into. Why is why? Why do you why do you say attempt? I don't know, because I'm just scared because you're 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 going in front of a microphone. You're trying to do it on the camera. My, I mean, you are a bartender. Uh -huh. um so yeah you did that perfectly i'm sorry that i ever doubted you if, if you want to know what it is it's an ira ira from double I, mountain i was off two letters in the alphabet like a dunce <laughs> no just one there you, uh, you forgot like, the slash. now i feel like more of a dunce you forgot the slash and the p so you said ipa but it's 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 an ira which is an indian red ale and red ales are my jam and i don't think enough of them are made that's what so. i've i've been saying that since 2013 when mm -hmm. you got a little foth mustache yeah, I, was, I was there the i was there the first time you said it that's true we would have known <laughs> each other then <laughs> yeah and you're like we would have been, you would have been like we're not allowed to drink in this circumstance and i'm just like oh no i shouldn't be showing my cards anyways mark before we get too into our personal <laughs> lives uh like i said that's all i'm getting what did uh you seem like you got a lot and uh for mr i'm funneling it in this year I am. I am funneling it in. Uh, if we, when you, when uh, you know March comes, that's when you're going to start seeing the uh, the changes. Um, so my first one that I got here, uh, I'm. I, I guess I'm already kind of showing it. Uh, yeah. Boogeyman. Uh, I'm really excited about this. Um, 
I don't think I'm going to talk too much about it today. Um, but yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed the series. This is issue five. So I'm assuming that this is probably the end of the arc or, you know, since it's indie, it might just be the end. Um, but we'll see. So I'm excited about that one. Uh, I got issue two here of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I talked about how the turtles and the rangers affected my childhood. Um, and next up, I got from Scout Comics, and I will be talking about the previous issue today, uh, Mr. Easton number three. Uh, I didn't like the, you know, when you get like a scout comic, you just don't really know exactly what you're going to be getting when you, mm-hmm. when you're like, Hey, I'm going to buy this comic. Cause it has a great cover and the little synopsis they gave sounds good. Um, but some, you know, sometimes I'm just like a little blown away by like how good it actually is, but sometimes it takes, it takes until getting to issue two and, uh, Ooh, buddy issue two, just, uh, you know, I, I absolutely loved it, man. This would be a perfect segue to go into a comic that I'm going to talk about. So if you don't want me to go into the segue, I won't, but I'll also say that just I hey, would. Yeah, you can, you can do that. And I got two more to show. And right after that, you, right. you just that works. hop right on in, uh, this next one I'm pretty excited about. This is also on this key comics list, uh, for today. Uh, it's an aftershock, so we know that the previous issue came out a while ago, not a month ago. Uh, but it's Samurai, Do- Samurai Doggy number three. Samurai Doggy. Samurai Doggy. <laughs> he sounds um, like an Irishman. Samurai Doggy. And probably the one I'm defensive. most excited for that I got today, which was also on the key list. Uh, the Last Ronin Lost Years, Ninja Turtles. Wow. So... Got two Lost. Ninja Turtles today, which is probably a, a first for me. Wow, yeah. uh, we'll always well we'll always remember where we were when Mark got two Ninja Turtle comics on the same day, right here on the pull box pals on the interwebs. Wow, man, yep. what a crazy time to be alive! But uh, <laughs> yeah, just just going back to Scout Comics, you know, I I think that they are taking my spot is like the people that i get like most stoked about it was aftershock for a long time yeah and uh not that aftershock hasn't been putting out stuff it's just shaky but these guys just seem to be doing really cool stuff um and i bought this a couple weeks ago it's it's called dark land oh yeah um and uh god it let me just first thing i want to say is this feels so good and i've said this about you know midnight western theater that we got and just other um rad wraith that i got from uh them a while ago this just feels so good so if yeah. you're a you know a fan of trying out different textures of comic books get yourself something from scout comics because yeah it is is super enjoyable but um yeah. let me set up the the premise for this so we start here in this opening page that i'm looking at because it says the uh the character's name uh with this girl named audrey uh Crayer. Or I guess you can call her Zed. People call her Zed for some reason. I'm going to just call her Zed because that'll be easy to remember. But Zed uh, is in a prison. And at, at the beginning there, she's being, I don't know, how do you say, in um, in front of a council. Um, and they're asking her if, if she wants release on the conditions that they join this like task force. So yeah. it's it's set up that the world has kind of gone to shit, but there's no yeah. real reason as to why. And there's different, well, I guess there is kind of example. There's 
spoil alert there's monsters in this sci-fi comic um <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> i like my sci-fi boring um but yeah uh so there's monsters i'm sure something happened there's a guy uh, even if you just look on the cover who has um like some sort of disease that's taking over his whole body so yeah. there's like a bunch of stuff there's inner uh inner uh woven stories the main one being that the uh zed here is sent by that council to get this girl and she's like 14 but she seems to be some sort of like super genius um yeah. and i would imagine that this is going to go some sort of um uh who's killing the children and just kind of be like um just you know she's going to take her under her wing and raise her to be a great fighter and all that yada 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 but just uh wanted to shout hey. out the 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 team oh were you gonna say no, something? i was just gonna say like i i got that too and uh oh, did you yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Oh. Um, and I, uh, I remember after I read, I read, I, I read it, I read it. After um, you read I, it. I, I was like, because I knew that I knew you had gotten it too, and I was like, should I, should I do a review on this one or not? And I didn't because I, I thought you would. Oh, look at you. And you didn't. I put expectation on you, and I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say I'd let you down. Oh, look at you being a grown human and being able to realize that your expectations are. But yeah, no, it gives off a lot of Darkland gives off a lot of vibes. Um, you know, you kind of you kind of get a little bit of uh, alien in there. You kind of mm. get um, kind of like some Blade Runner, Mad Max. Yeah, type sure. feels to it. Um, and the art is the yeah. art is like perfect to the the title. Of just mm -hmm. being dark land because there's not there's no bright colors it's just you know it's it's almost as if it it like i guess it would be almost void of light i mean there obviously has to be some you can see that but right yeah um but yeah, yeah it's not like dark but it's just very like um rustic and very just a plain palette of like uh browns and grays and that kind of stuff and there's a really cool scene on a train and yeah. uh yeah so um Oh, that's great that you got into it, man. Um, I'm I'm definitely gonna be staying on it. It was six bucks, so that's kind of wild, but it was a little bit thicker of a read. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I it but like honestly, it's probably gonna go up on my wall. Like I really enjoyed it. I took down Jurassic League so I could put up uh what did I put in its place? Uh know your station. I'm loving know your oh, station. Yeah. But uh yeah, I need to get on that one. I I think I'm I'm waiting for the trade paperback on that. Um but yeah, Darkland is uh it's your favorite number of uh issues. It's gonna be four issues. Is it? Yeah. And uh issue two, you know, uh I'm gonna here's a here's a little callback to our our friends over at the comic book lair, but uh you know, our source isn't always the most reliable. No. <laughs> and, yeah, well, uh, yeah. And it says February first, Darkland two is supposed to come out. So that's actually, I believe, next week. Yep. Yeah, yeah I, I saw on uh, our our source, our secret source, that um, uh, Rad Wraith number three was supposed to come out this week, and I was really stoked about that, but uh, it didn't. Yeah, <laughs> so like I, I haven't even like see, I haven't even seen like the publisher or the author say anything about it, so I don't know where they got the idea. But um, yeah, yeah. Anyways, man, do uh, do you want to say anything else before we get into kind of the the bigger one that we're going to be talking about for a little bit? Yeah, no, uh, I think I think I'm good. I guess I should have assumed you were going to mention Darkland, uh, you know, when when you 
told me it was in the title of today's <laughs> episode. And I, I probably I just didn't really think much of it when I saw it. And then it wasn't until you showed the cover. I was like, oh, right. Yeah, I, re- I have that. And I read it, too. Well, that's um, funny. That's funny that you say that, because I was lo- like it was sitting in a pile of stuff and I just saw it and I was like, oh, wait, this looks interesting. And then like it's it's I wonder how many comics I just had that I bought that I'm like, this looks interesting and that just went away because they just fell into that second tier of reading. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. So um, anyway, yeah, you want to yeah. hop into. Uh, OK, let me set this up. So last week you made kind of a random purchase on comiXology because it was a good price i think the original price was maybe 10 bucks or maybe maybe up to 15 but it was like 447 yeah. or something like that so you you got it and then you talked with our pal ross about it in kind of a group chat we don't have a group chat with him we both just talked to him on pullbox pals but uh yeah, we just, we you, just you were you were it's from yeah but you were talking about it and uh it reminded me like, oh, yeah, I said I was going to get it. So I just went and purchased it. And then I read through it yesterday. And uh, I'll, I guess I'll give it to you. You want to you want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, I will. Let's just just send out the creative team here. Um, I pulled it up. It's uh, written and created by Alex Gran and Josh Berman. And the visuals are Char Pak Dipta. Um, and the I it looks as far as I can see from like everything is that they just public yeah it literally says publisher is just Alex Grant so these guys like 100% just put this out on their own and like I think that is so cool I'm all yeah about, like, well they they put it out with uh the like comic book history something um man uh I was looking at it today I should I should remember um you should I'm going to pull up. This is the uh, inside that I was just looking at. There's no real cover. Yeah, and I think I think it says it on that page. It's the comic book historians. Okay. yeah, I think you're right. If you and when I after I read this, I like that's when I like looked in like who are the comic book historians and they actually have like a YouTube video that has some of the interview clips that went into making this comic. Oh, so this is is this really based off of a real guy? Yeah, it's really yeah. I mean, it says on the cover, it says based on a true story. Is it Ash really? Am I, yeah. Oh my goodness, I didn't even see that. Well, yeah. you're better at telling stories than me. You want to set up what <laughs> the premise of this is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, kind of what you'll read on the back of it. It says a criminal turned psychologist, Joey Berkowitz, has a complicated past extending through East Coast mobs, the psychedelic '60s, the New York celebrity drug culture, Berkeley peace movements, the Paris riots. Altamont's Woodstock, laundering money in Southeast Asia and sitting meditation courses in Tibet. Uh, join Joey as he manages to escape uh, prosecution time and t- time and time again by the seat of his pants, ultimately becoming a noteworthy shrink in Seattle, where he manages <laughs> to find himself as a central figure in the worldwide cannabis legalization scene as its most notorious authorizing doc dispensary financier and industry stalwart will he make it through or will the law finally catch up with him and dude i had no idea what i was getting myself into and i started reading this like zero and i don't think you did and i read a few reviews after i read it as well and almost everybody said the exact same thing like i had no idea what i was getting myself into with this comic and it is fantastic yeah it really is it was one of those like 
I just couldn't stop reading it. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to keep going. Um, cause it, you know, as you kind of talked about there, this covers a, a whole, a whole man's life, you know, and yeah. like everything that he had experienced. And for me, I, I am so fascinated by people that were born either in the, you know, the forties or the twenties or something like that, that have grown up in the, you know, the 20th, the 20th century. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just like all this stuff that they had experienced of, you know, wars and, you know, the hippie movement and organized crime and all that stuff. And, um, yeah, it was just so interesting to have this, this autobiography, just this man telling his story and this, this really awesome art that just accompanied the whole thing, you know? Yeah. The art is just, yeah, I got the first, uh, few panels up here and I'll show them yeah. a bit. I was going to say, mean, I you start out too. Sorry, my light's kind of in the way. Um, it's fine. I'm going to show but it. Yeah, too. you start out on the beach and it's just him and his dog. And then he, man, my light's messing it up. But then he kind of yeah, ends fine. up hurting his dog. And then he's at the vet getting his dog taken care of. And the first, the opening line to all of it is, your dog will be all right. Mm. And like, I, I just like love that whole sequence of panels on the first page. And again, the colors are just so like, I like, there's like an abstractness to like the detail of the art itself, but then like the colors just make it this like really trippy experience mm -hmm. that kind of just vibes with uh, Joey's entire story. Yeah. Like there's a few black and white panels like in the first few pages when he's in the past and recalling his like growing up, mm -hmm. which was like, you know, and, and he references it throughout throughout like the, the whole comic. It's always going back to, you know, I've always lived with like the anger of the torment of my mother or mm -hmm. from my mother because his mom abused him. And his dad was a bit apathetic towards like everything in life. He was like a World War Two vet who saw action and like was supposed to jump into Japan on the day that the nukes were dropped. And so like that, you know, and his mom, his mom was like the surviving member of her family from being in Holocaust camps. Yeah. Like, you know, so this is a real guy. And then you just get into this story of like when he learned how to like communicate through comedy with his first best friend as a child who he was, who did grow up to be a comedian like his friend did. Uh, but he like learned how to communicate and like jive with people at a young age. And then by the time he was like 12, 13, he was already like hustling. Mm -hmm. Like he was found a way to like make money. And like, it just became like, it wasn't even the amount of money. It was just for him. His whole story is about like, I was always just driven by this addiction to see if I could succeed. Mm -hmm. and, and just the, uh, the, an adrenaline junkie, you know, yeah. which I think is like, uh, super fascinating and so true. And you don't think about it of those types of characters who were in organized crimes or, um, activists or people that kind of just chase the next big thing, you know? And yeah. it's hard to think that this person's a real person because they just seem to be involved. It's like very Forrest Gump. It's, yeah. It's like no, I, I definitely Gump. I definitely get that. There's... It's like if Forrest Gump and uh, Scarface had a baby kind of feeling. And and Tommy Chong. <laughs> and Tommy Chong. <laughs> yeah. Instead of instead of um, just sm smacking his face on a big pile of coke, he's just smacking his face on a big pile of marijuana. It's not doing anything to him. He's confused. He's angry. 
um but yeah man i i just thought this was such a cool thing i'm so happy that i got this and i 100 percent would buy this trade paperback physical oh yeah amount. i'm uh i'm i haven't gotten a chance to talk to these creators or adam even on instagram or anything but i'm totally yeah. gonna be shooting them a message after this and just you know yeah, seeing if they even got anything else i'm also now just fascinated by the concept of the comic book historians like group and uh yeah, I try to check out their website and their YouTube a little bit, but I didn't get like too far into that rabbit hole. But um, yeah, if they have more comics like this that are like based on the real story of somebody who like kind of was underground important to like a certain scene of American history, like that's that's amazing. Um, so, yeah, if you ha if you haven't heard of this, you heard about it here. <laughs> there you go. And, really the, the, and and what what's our new slogan uh you haven't read comics like this in years yeah no like that's that's very true of this one so mm, that's yeah this is like true. a five out of five recommendation for me like yeah it's it's fantastic um what 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 else we were going to talk about one other one that we both read this week which one was uh that? actually we were going to talk about two other ones that we two uh, other we, ones that's we right read this week uh this week um, do you want to talk about the one about ch chickens or the one about? Yeah, vampires? let's talk about chickens. Let's talk about chickens. Chicken. Uh, it's what's for dinner or is that beef? It's beef's what's for dinner. Well, but... I'm a vegetarian, so I'm having chips for dinner. Um, a boy. <laughs> Mama's proud. And I say that genuinely because I got all my terrible eating habits from my mother because uh just a, a quick little story that I love to tell about my mom is she was picking me up one time to go do something at like nine in the morning and she rolled up and she had a, a, a an ice cream cone from McDonald's. And I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, I wanted ice cream. I'm like, it's nine in the morning. She's like, I don't care. I wanted ice cream. And yeah. uh, I've, I've lived my life off of that philosophy. And it's gotten me uh, just mostly just bad eating habits. Oh yeah, and that that'll lead that would lead me down a whole cultural like expectation tangent that I don't want to get into because this that that's for a different podcast. <laughs> it is for a different podcast. But did we even say what we were going to talk about? No, it's uh, chicken devils. Chicken devils. Um, There's a real green vibe going on right now with these first two we've talked about. Yeah, I guess there there really is. So what what do you think about this, man? I I loved it. Um, you know. Last year, sometime we talked about issue twos, and it's either they're like, you know, a dinger or they're a dip. And I thought you were going to rhyme something with dinger. They're either I, a. I, I was going with like a D and D thing. Mm. <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish I knew any Dungeons and Dragons thing because I would make a reference to it right now, and I just an orc. That's the only thing I can think of. I'm an orc. Well, there's a movie coming out, so you can quote that movie next time you want to. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, Chicken Devils. Uh, I like this was a dinger of an issue too for me. Like I, I loved it. Like the the dialogue between like him and his wife, and he's just like trying to explain. It's like like what do you expect me to do? I thought you guys were dead. Mm. I acted out, and now I'm under the thumb of these two like crooked LAPD like killer vigilantes. That right. you know what like what am I, what am I supposed to do? And Cause she doesn't want him to do what he's doing as the chicken devil. Yeah. And, uh, you she know, so if you, if you go back to normal. Yeah. And so, you know, if you've, if you've read volume one by now, like, you know that, yeah, he went through this whole story of like, he thought his family died because a partner of his that helps him run this, uh, chicken, like fast food company, 
uh, was doing a lot of shady stuff that like uh, he was aware of it, you know, like he knew. I think he knew. I don't think he did. I think I think think he found out like like very quickly when when shit hit the fan for when shit hit the fan. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And uh, and so anyways, he gets kind of in like tangled into this messy business. And then he's supposed to go away on like a cruise or like a yacht with his family. And he's just like, no, like I have to take care of this. I'm going to put my family on the yacht um, and go. And then he leaves and the yacht blows up and his whole family is assumed dead. And then kind of the big reveal. Sorry for spoilers, but you've had time to read it. uh, You should have read it. His family. Yeah, his family uh, was not dead. They got off the boat because they're like, like, why did why didn't he come? Like, what's going on? So they're curious and, you know this time curiosity didn't kill the cat wow (laughs) um (laughs) yeah i guess you're right this is the one time that curiosity is uh proved to be the the victor i what i really enjoyed about this is it and this feels weird because normally we say that this is a bad thing but it felt like a slowed down episode like the adrenaline is kind of wearing off from everything that just happened we're kind of just seeing how this plays out like everyone's going back to their routine and you, you are in like a slower period of time where it's like, yeah, we have to move on with life, but we now have this situation to, to deal, deal with. with. Right. Yeah. And uh, I yeah, I mean, I think you're absolutely right that it's it's so well written because it's like it just makes sense that that would be the circumstances that you would find yourself in. Like everything makes yeah. sense, um, obviously, outside of like the grotesque, like gruesome violence, which is yeah. exaggerated. But the the. <laughs> the logic of how people end up in the situations they're in is, is all solid. Yeah. And then the, the closing pages of like, you know, the final battle of that, that quest was just, I loved it. Like, and yeah, yeah, you, you did exaggerate a little bit. I don't, I don't think that like the gruesomeness is like out of hand by any means, but it's, it's like well done. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't really have anything else. Just it's a, it continues to be good yeah um so yeah if you're not reading chicken devils and i said this is my post like you you should be like yeah it like just put it go talk to your comic book person and say like i need to get chicken devils like catch me up on it you know get volume one like it's out in trade paperback i believe and uh get get issues one and two of uh chicken devils it's it's amazing you're amazing and can you hear that sound that's going on in my background yeah i i thought it was coming out of like my room that's why if you're watching you saw me go (laughs) no that is uh that's my cat snoring so there's apparently my cat thought like yeah i thought it was one of my cats and i was like it it sounded for me like one of them was like stuck in the ventilation system i just threw a cable at it and woke it up so hopefully (laughs) that that uh that uh that doesn't come up sorry about that everybody if you two uh, are starting the, to look around and being like what is this what is this humming the, the things that happen on this podcast my about- goodness what a wild <laughs> what a wild country we live in speaking of uh, being living in a wild country you know what it's like i uh, this isn't a good segue no we read nightclub <laughs> number two <laughs> um from you like Mark Miller. part of a club that gathers at night yeah <laughs> i keep wanting to say fight club um yeah. and i did say night, fight club but it, it rhymes it. it rhymes it's it's nightclub um, night doesn't rhyme with fight 
Yes, it does. Um, <laughs> again, I have a book of poetry if anyone wants to read it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I actually, I enjoyed this so much more than epi uh, issue number one. Um, yeah. Because again, it Same. slowed down and like was able to like be like, this is the story that we're trying to tell without yeah. like shoving in an entire montage of just like explaining everything well um, it's like it's like too we talked about that with issue one it was just it was so much of a montage and yeah. but it, it set up well for this next issue which is the issue two and what we're going to talk about and uh like i i i'm kind of i guess now because issue one and two felt like issue one to yeah. me and so it's kind of like I'm waiting on issue three now, which is not normal for me to decide if like, uh, am I going to be a part of this? And uh, yeah. but it's also it's it's also hard to say no to something that has Mark Miller's name on it. And it's only a dollar ninety nine. Yeah, because I mean, 100 percent true. I I don't think everybody loves his work, but, um, you know, he captured me in uh, back when he first released Jupiter's Legacy. And uh, mm. I and I. I didn't say this last week, but uh, I have Kick-Ass up on my wall and Kick-Ass, yeah. specifically Kick-Ass Volume 2 is probably, I mean, I haven't read, uh, I haven't read it. I haven't read it. We're really screwing up that word tonight, read. Yeah. Um, I it's haven't a hard read one. It, you know, it's a hard one. Sometimes you can, it says read, who knows? Sometimes like, to I mean, the. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Kick-Ass Volume 2 is one of my favorite comics. Um yeah, so yeah. I I just for those of you who don't remember the con uh, concept is, is there's this group of three teens. One of them gets in an accident trying to film a YouTube video of him do, uh, supposedly doing parkour. But he's I on think a bike. he's trying to jump from a, one building to the other. Yeah, and, on a bike, and he yells yeah. parkour. Um, yeah. And I think that's just Mark Miller showing his age. But um, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, yeah, it. He ends up getting visited in the hospital by this vampire who gives him vampire powers. And then he teaches him how to be a vampire and tells him about a war that he's uh, is coming. And yeah. so he, the see, this is this is where it gets interesting for me is because the um, the main dude, he whose name I can't remember, he decides that he uh, is going to be like a superhero. Yeah. So he. um yeah goes out makes a costume and then starts like trying to fight crime and stuff yeah. and uh i don't really want to say what happened do we want to say what happens at the end or do well, we kind of think wanna... well i i a little more recap of this you one though too is like the big mystery to me is like the first vampire that you meet that turns uh mm -hmm. with danny danny garcia i believe is the main character oh look at you um, first and last name yeah uh but yeah, I can't I can't remember the name of the, the vampire that uh, turned Danny, but uh, he like things about him that it's like he he wanted to put together a team of vampires, obviously, to, you know, take crack down on crime or whatever, because he's he's part of the, the police department. And mm -hmm. I think is it in New York City? So is yeah. it would, would, so it's part of the NYPD and he's like a nighttime detective vampire and uh he needed to start making a team and selected danny and then what happens in this issue which is not i don't think it reveals anything because you can see it on the cover but he turns his two best friends mm, and so fair. like yeah, now it now it's also does like the police detective does he know that danny went ahead mm -hmm. and turned his two best friends like danny has these because like the way that the guy kind of told danny too in issue one is like yeah it's kind of like being a superhero 
And so you have this kid who wants to have a YouTube channel of him doing cool stunts and yelling parkour. You just gave him superhero powers. And so now, yeah, he's probably going to go out and act like a superhero uh, with this, the, with this nightclub. But I'm, I'm interested to see like when this first LA or NYPD uh, officer comes back in like that, yeah. that's, that's what's clinging for me. Uh, mm -hmm. Issue two. Yeah. was definitely not, it definitely slowed down. Uh, but it was also about like, you know, him about Danny telling his two pals, like, yeah, like I got turned into a vampire and I want you guys to do it too. Cause now we can be like a team. Right. And well, they do kind of do it just for like popularity's sake and notoriety's sake too, you know? So yeah. it's not just like the for virtue of channel. like, right. It's not yeah. just like, we want to be good people. It's also, we could potentially become really popular doing this, you know? Right. And so I think, uh, Mark, some people say Mark Millar or Mark Miller, however yeah. you say it. Um, I think he's smart enough to write it that like they're eventually going to be like, what did we do? Because yeah. at, at one point in this issue there, they can't cross a bridge. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I wonder if there's because uh, apparently it's a lore that vampires can't go over running water. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if they live like on like if, if it's is New York, you know, it's you have to go a certain way out of the city to not go over running water, you know? Yeah. Especially if you live like on the island of Manhattan, because as far as I know, that's an island. But um, I'm, did, I'm no did I, geologist. I, I got I got to go back. But did I say Mark Millar? I can't remember. Um, I probably did. Uh, we can listen back later after we're done here. Um, we will. <laughs> we'll, we'll sit and just listen to it together. And then we'll be like, aha. Uh -huh. I, I, I don't know if it's Millar or Miller, um, but I say Millar on purpose because that's how I say it in my head, because I always confuse him for Frank Miller. Yeah. And that's so that's how, like, in my head, I distinguish the two of them when I see their names. And I think that if if I did say Millar at first, which maybe I didn't, I don't know. But you brought up oh, an no. interesting point about his name for me and how I think about him. <laughs> so. Yeah. And Jeff, Jeff Lemire and Jeff, uh, however you Le say Le it. Lee Meyer. But I, 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 I think it's Le like Lemur. Who knows? Um, yeah. It could be anything. But. Hey man, we should, uh, we should talk. We can talk about this with uh, with our pals. Well, we we on, could on Instagram, yeah. Um, but hey man, you want to talk about some of the other ones that I put up in the title? Since I don't don't make a liar out of me. <laughs> yeah, uh, you you want to you got one that you read that no. I didn't? Or no, is it, my, uh, is it my turn? It is your turn. It's my so turn. Okay. Town. Well, let's see. You put uh, you put Mister East up first. Um, yeah, because I'm very man. curious about this. Yeah, so here's this is issue two. I already have issue one filed away, so I'm not going to pull that up. Um, and then there's wait, I can't. My camera's different now. I'm got to get used to it. Uh, here's it. Yeah, so here's three, and this is two. So I got this one today. Um, for those uh, just listening, oh, no. I, I, I held them up uh, well, for you. everybody to see, but you can look at them online. It's a quick Google. Um, <laughs> I I'm really excited to get into issue three because like issue one again was just like it's scout and it's just like, wow, like this was like really interesting, but like, I don't really know where, what it's playing out to. Like, I don't, I don't really know where it's going, but it, it was just like an introduction to who Mr. Easta is. And what you learn about him in issue one is that he is the third, third best like assassin in the entire galaxy the third yeah um 
which is like it's interesting but yeah he's he's mm-hmm. the third but i mean how many assassins are in the entire galaxy and i mean it's very impressive and, and so you know being being top five is probably great being top 10 probably is even great um, being top i mean if it's an entire galaxy being top a billion might be even you know depending on how many people are in the galaxy that, exactly so guardians uh, of it. statistically like how many people are assassins who knows i i've never looked up one that out stat, of but now five. i'm interested <laughs> one out of five people <laughs> yeah i'm sure that checks out <laughs> sitting in a room of 10 people and you're like two people in here are trained killers yeah um and then anyways uh it also sets up kind of the villain of the series which is mr bones and mr bones is kind of a guy who goes into different planets and reaps them of their sources for his gain uh i think that's a pretty simple way of setting him up and he like he has everything, you know, like branded. So like, you know, like with Amazon, you can get Amazon basic things. Mm-hmm. So it's like Mr. Bones, basic. Uh, you know, I iPhone cable charger. Right. And, uh, you know, they got they just have everything. And so essentially, Mr. Bones is kind of set up to be a Jeff Bezos in a way, I guess, is what I'm getting at. But not oh not goodness, not really. Uh Oh man, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Um, okay. <laughs> that wasn't really political. Uh, but you know, hypothetically, in a way, like you you can draw things to people like Jeff Bezos and just like putting their brand on everything. And mm-hmm. uh, and so that that's that's kind of what issue one gives you. And so then, like issue two takes you back to why Mister Easta is an assassin and he went to like an assassin's academy where he was like hand selected by like a panel of like this would be a, a good person uh to be a killer and it's and then you and then you meet his best friend who is the current number one assassin in the galaxy and her name is bob oh <laughs> yeah um and she's just like kind of like reminds me like if if, if i could relate her to a a powerpuff girl uh it'd be like bubbles oh okay um but but she's she's a killer assassin uh, um, the best yeah and so the flashbacks uh develop the story that's now happening which is like uh mr bones has hired bob to kill mr Easta because he originally hired mr Easta, but mr Easta figured out what he was actually doing and wanted to take vengeance out on him and like that's what's kind of playing and so issue two introduces you to like that third person who is playing the middleman uh, with, you know, some ties uh, to both uh, the villain and the hero. Uh, And on top of that, the art is excellent. It's, it's very, it's, I think it's another reason why I was able to get into like Hashman so easily is because like the colors are uh, similar. There's still some darker Mm. tones in Mr. Easta for shadowing and whatnot, but like it's the same palette of just like bright, like vibrant colors um and it's all done by kit wallace oh nice yeah um and yeah so that's that's scout comics mr easta i got number three i'll probably might read that tonight after i read uh art brute art brute art Art brute Brute. nice man well uh that sounds like a a fun little tale and uh yeah i'm i how many did you say how many issues that was going to be? Uh I think five. Let think me five. Hold on. Okay. I got you it look, up here somewhere. 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 Here we go. 
over the rainbow. There we go. Wait. Using our our secret source to look uh, look this in. No, no, dude. It's it's the it's the perfect square number number four hi. four issues. Yeah, I yeah. was hoping. Man, Scout Comics four issues. I'm loving it. Yeah. Da -da -ba -ba -ba. <laughs> oh, now number four. Now McDonald's <laughs> got to pay us. But uh, speaking of something else that has four issues, this is something that I got into this week is White Savior from uh, Dynamite Horses. I talked about this last week and kind of set up the the premise. And uh, yeah, I your, your, really your little review of this left me intrigued to hear you talk about it right now. Man, I uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was just it was a very self-aware book, which I thought is very fitting of like what the tone is because it's a lot easier to like just talk directly to the audience that way and just be very clear and like concise about what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, there's yeah, there's it's it's just enjoyable. Like it's it's one of those books that uh, the comedy is very easy to tell that they're writing um, jokes because sometimes when I read comics that are supposed to be funny, I'm like, is that supposed to be funny or like sad yeah. or like I have a hard time like re reading the um, picking up the mood of it or something like that. But I think the art does a really good job with of relaying that. And um, so what the story is, is that there's this guy I think is I won't I forget what his name is. Uh, I want to say like Todd Parker or something like that, because I remember his in, in here, he says that he wanted um his parents gave him an American name so that he wouldn't like get bullied as much or something like that. But yeah, yeah the art's really fun. It starts with um, our main character hearing a story from his grandfather about this uh, protector who was prophesied to uh, protect this spot in Japan that apparently he doesn't even know if it exists. But um, later on in the story, he's uh, chasing down this girl who pickpocketed him and she goes through a door and he goes through the same door and he ends up back in like old time Japan and in the middle of a battle. And so he's just running around huh. trying not to die in the middle of this like old like uh, uh, what it was called bow and arrows and sword um, battle. So yeah. he ends up somehow helping a victory gets taken home by the team and then that team has is the um, Inoki I think is the name of the town or the the society that was said to have this protector um and then he gets to meet the the white savior and uh um, yeah and that's kind of where it ends so it's it's been very interesting um it's yeah like i said it's just a good funny read and so i'm excited to dive into it more and it's four issues so that's great yeah you know? and and again i think what's really cool about and this this is a perfect job of setting up what i really love about four issue comics is that it just used the first issue to set up everything and now the story is ready to go so then we're going to get three solid books of just story we won't huh. have any fluff you know like it's i think it's just the perfect spot you know i think um fight night i kept on i almost said fight club again fight night <laughs> Or Night no, <laughs> oh, god damn it. Um, <laughs> I almost said the wrong name, but I I in the doing so I did say the wrong name. But yeah, I think that they tried to do that with issue number one, just kind of get to this like good jumping off point. But I don't I feel like he just shoved too much in that first issue. But this was great introduction to the characters, great introduction to the world, and then set up boom, stories ready to go. Yeah. So it's awesome. Definitely yeah, I, I missed out on that one. So that is a that's another one I'm casting off to the uh, trade paperback world for myself. 
Yeah, or comicsology well, world. Well, I guess depending more on how you talk about it as the series goes on, but yeah. But again, yeah, it's we'll only see. four. So even if you do wait for the trade paperback, trade paperback should be like less than 14 bucks. So that'll be really yeah. nice. Yeah. So you want to get into old dog? You yeah. old dog, you where where is this right here? Yeah. Old dog. Um I love yeah. the consistencies of these covers. Yeah. Um yeah, so for those who are, uh, you know, listening, you can, you can go look at the covers, but there's kind of a, the consistency, I guess, is just in the title alone, because the title kind of takes up the top, I guess, third of, or mm. I think you, I think in one issue, it might've been the bottom third, but it takes up a chunk. And like where you would see the 50 stars in the background of blue on our American flag, it says old dog in, nice. in red. And it has, I don't know bolt bullet casing like ends in the o's yeah or bullet holes yeah I, th I, th I think it's like if you you know when you put the i you know i'm not a gun person so forgive my ignorance you're not a um, gun person you're just the yeah. person person this whole like, time i yeah. thought you could shoot i'm i'm like i'm like one of the only people from idaho who's not a gun person <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like it, when you put it into like you know if you're looking at your revolver and you put a bullet in like it's like the looks like the back of a bullet gotcha. and then yeah. there's uh black and white uh stripes and the black stripes kind of have uh, some imagery behind them that uh i don't really know how to describe kind of looks like maps like blueprints okay um yeah but then like the other part of it just has old dog on the cover for the most part and just kind of something he's dealing with and in this one you have kind of the statue of the russian uh like symbol that you would see mm -hmm. on their flag and it's black and white and it's great. There's like, there's tidbits of like red in there, but like used more as like a, almost like a shading. It's interesting. Um, it is interesting, but the use of colors in this series, it's is what like makes me really enjoy it because each panel just sets the mood with a different uh, background. And I guess like one way, so, you know, I, I recently read a, uh, that series you want me to get in on uh oh. your that texas blood there you go oh you did yeah. oh yeah i saw you posting about that you yeah, yeah just yeah. drop this in the middle of another comic and expect me not to oh yeah we haven't talked about that yet did we no, talk not about that last week no oh maybe maybe i read that yeah no dude i i, I read volume one like fantastic like yeah. i absolutely <laughs> loved it um <laughs> but yeah there's I, I don't know which issue this was in, but it was uh, no, it's, I think it's the last issue. So when uh, the main like the guy that you described is like, it seems like this is supposed to be the guy for like the series. Like he's the brother who comes back to town. I forget his name, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I can't remember it either. It's been forever since I read that ap after he goes in and gets his revenge and like the cops show up. And like each panel is based on the cop lights, based on whether they are red or blue facing them at the time. And mm -hmm. that's like panel to panel for at least a page, I think. And like that was wonderful. But like that's all like old dog is. It's, and it's I'm not trying to say that there's police cars in this, but like every color that is used as the background for each panel is just so perfect for the story that it's telling that it just really mm -hmm. draws you in. Um, old dog is kind of seeming a bit to me. Uh, in a more noir way, uh, nice. like Righteous Thirst for Vengeance, just in the way that the panels and pictures like help tell the story. Um, and uh, but yeah, so issue three here. So like issue one is like him kind of like you get the the premise of 
this is an old dog. Like he'd been in the CIA for a long time and uh, he thought he retired, but then he was brought back in. And then he seven years later, he wakes up from a coma or maybe it was eight years later. He wakes up from a coma. Uh, you find out in issue two that he has uh, his daughter has also gotten into the same life that he lives uh, that he didn't. I don't even know if he knew his daughter was still alive. I can't remember. Um, but you you kind of learn about her at the end of, I think, issue one. Um, maybe it was issue two. But then this issue here is about kind of like their relationship picking up from the moment that they realized like they were working together because hmm. uh, they were they were put on an assignment together. And just like they have discussions about their issues from the past, but they also know they have this mission they're supposed to do. And so like that's the journey through this this one. And I don't want to give too much away since it's it's still pretty new, um, but that's a pretty dope concept. It's yeah, it's it's another like father daughter like you know story. Mm-hmm. Like I really liked Last Flight Out. Uh, that was a father daughter story. I'm I'm a father of a daughter, uh, and I don't know. I guess those just resonate it, with me. Yeah, it hits home. But, That's understandable. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's I really like it. So, Do you think um, you and your daughter will ever grow up to have find yourself in a similar circumstance? Oh, no, I don't have the training or the skills for that. (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, so this is a this is with uh, Declan Shalvey. Shalvey. I I think, yeah, uh, Declan Shalvey. That's what I'm going to say with uh, Clayton Krause. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I really liked it. Uh, Anybody else out there who's reading it? I'd love to hear your thoughts. So nice. Good stuff, man. Well, the uh, the last comic, I guess I'll just do a little shout out to that I read um, this week was uh, The Wasp, number one, and yeah. uh, really enjoying this. Um, uh, I, I'm i super interested in the character of Janet Van Dyme because I think and uh, I, I did. Did I post this or not? I don't think I did. Um, but what I wanted to say in my review is the fact that Janet Van Dyme, I feel like, has had the one of the biggest changes in like their character uh persona well i shouldn't say one of the biggest because a lot of uh no i didn't post about it but um yeah i i really think it's interesting to see her go from a character who was just very much just like i want to go shopping and thor is so hot to being like somebody who wants to be a business entrepreneur and to do the right thing for the society and one of the things that she's doing in this comic is building a bar so that superheroes can come and have conversations and not have it always just be, um, you know, a high strung situation where they'll be able to sit down over cocktails and just discuss issues and not have it always just be like, we have to fight about this thing, you know? Um, and so she's also doing stuff with Nadia, her stepdaughter and, uh, yeah, just some stories builds off of that. And I'm excited to see where it goes and, yeah, that's all I really, really have to say about that. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think mine's mine's sitting right over here. Um, it's somewhere in that you know stack it's, of. Comics did it shrink down? Read. Is it really small? Did you, no, you not see it? No. no. Oh wait, no. Oh yeah, that's what, what it's doing right now. Oh uh, no! Interesting. Wow. Oh, now it's. Uh, oh wow. now now it's going down to the quantum mania. Oh well, God. I guess I'll have to wait until that movie comes out. Jonathan Mayers is here. <laughs> And so is Darren Cross's big s- silly face across the <laughs> chair. Oh, 
marvel but hey man well, uh, speaking of things that are flying high we should probably because the mc is flying pretty high uh-huh. um <laughs> like, I, I realized that didn't catch um, no it didn't because the last thing i was thinking about was going into the quantum realm and i'm like yeah i guess maybe that is like flying high and like a, you know like everything's everything's paradoxical you know you're getting small but you're getting big yeah. you know who i'm knows, working man? i'm working on my transitions it's okay they <laughs> can't be as solid as and as terrible as mine but uh yeah man do you want to oh i guess it's, it's my turn to land this bird wow it is what an, so what uh, honor Monk, where 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 can people find us well, people can find us at the pool at Poolbox Pals, not the Poolbox Pals, even though we are the officials Poolbox Pals. Us too. Yes. Right here. We are we are the officials, but their the membership is open. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, you can find us at Poolbox Pals. We're on Instagram, which which is where we're most active. We're on TikTok. Uh, we're on Twitter, which we're not very active there at all. You can find uh, each of us individually. Uh mad underscore nerdy that's for mad mark over there and i am that monk guy um yeah and uh i we we should probably tease this out a little bit but we are going to be doing a uh crossover episode yeah. with our uh forementioned buddies who we we are our for our, our pals, pals <laughs> our pals we have to do that when we're on the uh their episode <laughs> we're doing we're doing a crossover we're gonna be on the comic book lair uh next week next monday i believe is when the episode yeah. comes out we're recording yeah, so it this check, give that a, give that a listen because that's that's gonna be really fun i've i've really enjoyed like chatting with them on instagram so it's just gonna be fun to like go live or i guess they don't go live they record but we're gonna yeah have a sit down and chat with them and yeah uh, i'm really looking forward to it so uh, yeah and, i'll be uh, sure to to link that we, in the next week's episode so you'll it'll be around but yeah if you just want to yeah, and just they, go give them a listen because they're great and they've they've they've, they've they've dubbed this collaboration uh the uh what the pull the pull box layer pull box layer yeah so maybe we'll do a weird spin-off podcast where it's only comes out once now i'm i get too ambitious it makes it sound oh. like we're going like oh man this this sounds bad it sounds like we're going into the basement oh god the pool, <laughs> pool box, box layer. layer oh lord <laughs> jesus all righty well if you're gonna land a bird anywhere it's probably you gotta go to there. the basement <laughs> oh gee it's the basement bird yeah that's where you land birds at i'm just did i ever tell you the story this will be the last story that uh i'm gonna tell on this thing and then we're gonna leave we're gonna leave at the end of this story um but uh i had a buddy once we were driving to a show it was me actually it was a full car of people we were in a truck and I was driving person in the passenger seat and I had three in the back and we were talking about weird stuff that we were scared of. And I've, I can't even remember what I was saying. Mine was, but my one buddy goes, I'm really scared of birds. And we're all like, that's really stupid. Why be scared of birds? Like birds aren't going to hurt you. That's, that's totally fine. And this is the days before GPS. So uh-huh. I, we had like Google map directions printed out. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, we like had to pull over to uh, look at some of the directions and we all had the windows down because it was a summer and a bird flew in my car and just went right for my buddy who was in the middle in the back seat and just started like attacking him. And the then one who's afraid of birds, the one exact oh, no. one who's afraid of birds. And then it flew out the back window and that has never happened prior to or ag- ever again to have he, a bird he, just fly in my okay? car. Yeah, he's fine. He's I think he was in the army. So I'm 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 sure he was okay enough. You know, they let him pass to go into the army. They're like, oh, Do you have man. any bird traumatic 
in uh, history. And he's like, uh, no, that's, I don't that's know. Just, so, so hang on. So the gist of it is <laughs> one day he reveals to you that he's afraid of birds. And then later on down the road, you're on a, a road trip. No, that's the same day. Same oh, the day. same day. <laughs> same day. Oh. <laughs> like less than an hour later, a bird attacks him in my in my car. So, anyways, friends, that's all you have to say. Uh, <laughs> wait, no, I have to say something. You haven't read comics like this in years. <laughs> no.